Hey, it's Miss Mountain and Gen Z coming to you from the internet. Okay, bro, wait. I've been really happy you to sit and watch me win again and win again and win again. I know it's probably getting on me when I'm sitting in the If I ever win again, there's nobody the minimum I didn't have to say my soul. Merry Christmas to those of you that celebrated Christmas yesterday and happy first day of Kwanzaa. Kwanzaa is from today, which is December 26th until the Saturday that is coming up this week. Y'all, personally, I am feeling great, okay? My parents got me this new speaker and headphones and everything for my podcast. Like, when I tell you support system, support system. But anyway, yeah. Um, Thanks, Mom and Dad, for the podcast equipment. So I'm trying out this new thing. It's going to be called Miss Mel and Gen Z Cues. We're basically at the beginning of each episode. I ask you all a question for you all to think about while you all are listening to each amazing episode that has been carefully thought for and critiqued and crafted for your entertainment. So the question for today is, and you all can happily DM me on Z underscore official. That's my Instagram. And answer the question, what is the craziest piece of advice someone has ever given you? And you can DM me that. So yes, you all can have about 10 seconds just to think about that question. Yes, so we're going to get back to the episode now. I hope that silence for 10 seconds really helped you all with everything. But yeah, so today's episode is basically a review of the show You. And for anyone that hasn't heard of the show You, it's basically about this stalker guy and his name is Joe and just his life through that. And everyone seems to be obsessed with the show and just love it. So basically, yeah, that is what today's episode is about. It's a review from the first season to the current season that they just finished, season three. And it is with my homie, Liala. Okay, so for anyone that doesn't know about the show You, it's basically about this stalker and um yeah that's basically it but like his life behind being a stalker and just uh on the line he's weird (laughs) he's weird tell you that much yeah uh on the line but he is a stalker and uh, it's basically a story about this guy's name is joe and um he basically stalks whoever is the eye of his uh affection or whatever so whoever he's attracted to he just starts stalking them and you know, just getting into their life and just, it is a story about him trying to find love, mm-hmm. but it's like in the most unconventional way ever. It's super deep. Yeah. There's always a bigger story. There's a bigger story to the entire thing that kind of explains why he's like this. But the thing is, he does the bad things he does with good intentions. They're like misguided good intentions, basically. That's what I call them. Yeah, they are like misguided good intentions but it's just the right. way it comes across it's like super weird it's crazy <laughs> like like who is doing that that's it's like it comes off psychotic you know because it's like why are you killing people who who are deemed as a threat in your eyes to to the love of your life Right. Now, some people may find that romantic but you know normal people are gonna be like what are you doing you know yeah, exactly. Um, exactly. He does definitely want to protect whoever is, you know, like in his life. But I don't know. It's kind of like a Robin Hood kind of complex. Like he's doing oh, bad so. for good. Yeah. 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 He's doing bad for good. And that's why not many bad things are happening to him specifically. If you yeah, if you go back and think about it. Exactly. Okay, so my first question is, um, I want to know, like, when you first started watching the show, um, is there anything that you initially thought of Joe? Uh, so are we talking about before he started going out or talking to um, that one girl in the bookstore? I forgot her name. Beck. Beck. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Beck. Yeah, before he started talking to Beck. You talking about that or yeah. just... Like okay, before yeah, uh, before I mean, I already I, off the jump, I knew he was kind of weird. Because, Why? Because we look at the first episode, man. That guy is literally stalking Beck. She's like, oh, the way you put the books 
the way you hold the books. I'm like, what am I watching? Right. Like, what is going on? So my initial impression was already that he is psychotic. He's he gets attached, basically. Yeah. He does. He does have um, huge attachment issues. So what did you think of Joe after he started internet stalking? I thought he was doing too much because he he's never on the internet. <laughs> so yes. like let's like let's mm-hmm. take a look. He's never on the internet. He works in a bookstore. Like he's not on the internet. So when you start internet stalking people, you know that you you kind of have to look at yourself and be like, okay, maybe um maybe maybe it's me because <laughs> I'm searching through everyone's Instagram accounts. I'm going under who they're following, who their followers are, trying to figure out who every single person right. is. Like take a step back. And breathe. Like, it's really not this serious. This is the girl that walked in the bookstore once. And you saw her and you were like, wow, she's amazing. Like, anyone can do that. I could be at Walgreens and <laughs> a, a, a random girl walks in and like, I'm like, oh, my God. Yeah. Like, no, bro, you got to chill out. Like, that is creepy, bro. Like, imagine. I felt like the writers tried to make it such a normal thing that he was like internet stalking. But it was just like, no, he was too analytical about it. Uh, about it like it'll be different if like he went on there i don't know to see your last name or something he went into Mm -hmm. hobbies dating history friends it was so weird it was extremely weird and the writers i feel like the writers were trying to make it seem like like you said it was normal like that's what you should do right but when you're when you think about what joe was doing it wasn't, like you said, it was extremely analytical. He was talking to himself. He'd be like, oh, she put that there. That must mean this or something. I don't know. He would just make up these these random situations in his mind to make him to make him believe what he wanted to believe. So that's what led him to, to his downfall. Yeah, he was just like, <sighs> yeah. uh, a lot. Insane. Okay, so how come the writers um, decided to have... Joe completely internet stalk Beck first instead of making other moves or, you know, like a normal person just asking her out on a date. I think the writers wanted to portray to the viewers how psychotic he actually was, what Joe's character actually is, because that way we were able to go on further in the story and realize why he would do what he does. Not only do we learn about his ex, but... A little bit of um, foreshadowing happens about with Beck and the fact that, well, the writers couldn't really treat Joe like he was normal based off the first episode. You know, like from the jump, like I said, he was already like, like looking at small details of Beck, how she put things, where she went, how she walked, how she smiled. So off the jump, you know. There was no, hey, can we go out? It was only that creepy stuff lurking in the shadows of where she went. Like, So the writers really wanted to make it clear that Joe was... He's, he's basically the person people don't want to be, but people are in their head, basically. I'd say that's Joe. Yeah, um, I also felt like the writers were trying to build off. Like, they were trying to make everything, you know, like, build up into a certain point, um... Like, you know, eventually he did, you know, like, save her life and go on dates with her and, like, date her. But at first, I think the writers really wanted to build onto that creepy level. Like, they didn't want to put, oh, yeah. like, too much all at once because it's not like a perfect fairy tale. They wanted to, you know, show the viewers, oh, he's dipping his toe into stalkery. <laughs> right. And then, you know, like, full on. Like, like, they're setting it up as if he's new to this but we find out like he's done this before like he does it so well that he he's done it before so yeah this this is like this is insane and it also builds up um tension within the show too because Mm -hmm. oh no what is he gonna do next is he gonna kill this person that he just walked into like bro what is going on so yeah Yeah. i did a good job okay so for the audience to know later in the series Joe finds out that, like, before him and Beck, like, got together and stuff, she was dating this guy named Benji. So, Benji, he's your, no, like, he's your typical, like, jerk character. You know, he doesn't really care about Beck. He's just (laughs) there for the fun of it. And, like, he's just, like, just a trash person. So. Right. You know, like, the writers portrayed Benji as, like, the worst possible thing that could have ever happened to Earth. Just, ugh. 
Like, he deserved to die, basically. Right. They tried to make it like right. that. But I don't know if he necessarily deserved to die or whatever. Do you think that this was justified? No. I don't think any of the people he killed was justified. Um, even though he's a bad person, it's not your place to take someone out the world at the end of the day. Um, you just Sometimes you got to live with it and just hope that, you know, your your significant other can realize how mistreated she's being and so she can move on and you can take that place so you just have to be patient but that's the thing though they weren't even dating remember like they were just like friends you know joe was like i can be your friend i was like no Mm -hmm." (laughs) yeah even though they weren't technically dating from what it looked like they were dating and either way even if they weren't you don't want to have a person like that in your life at all like why would you want someone that's bringing you down you know, I always tell my friends, uh, you know, humans, we have vibrations, okay? So basically, <laughs> we have these vibrations that people can sense. You sense them unconsciously. So if someone's upset, you can kind of sense that they're upset and you don't approach them. If somebody's happy, they have a more vibrant attitude. Their yeah. uh, vibrations are positive. They make You make them more, which makes them more attractive or attracts people to that energy because people like happy energy. So, yeah, you just got to... Be honest with yourself and weed out the the weeds. So when Joe and Beck like start dating, Joe kind of like becomes like the perfect boyfriend for Beck. But is any of this real? Nah, I mean it may have been real. No, none of it's real because he um, strategically placed things where they were placed for that to happen. So nothing was organic. Everything was strategized. Everything was planned. And when you, you can't plan out love. It kind of just happens. So therefore, you that's what leads to toxicity. That's what leads to lying. And that, unfortunately, what led to their demise of the relationship and Beck herself. Right, exactly. I feel like Joe could have been, like, the most perfect boyfriend if he hadn't have stalked her and killed people. Yep. Like, he's oh a literal gosh. ride or die. He, Joe is a good guy, too. He just doesn't want to get hurt and that's that's what that's his main motivation so oh my gosh i forgot okay please introduce yourself (laughs) oh god (laughs) hey everyone my name is mose i'm on the podcast with the homie (laughs) miss madeline gen z over here talking about you uh yeah that's me <laughs> like back going to the we're like halfway in the uh podcast yeah. but <laughs> my bad bro uh yeah let's go so you want to tell them what you do or <laughs> oh yeah um i am a rapper and singer and songwriter per chicago yeah you know, <laughs> chicago illinois um yeah, I enjoy making music a lot, and it's truly my passion. You can look me up, Mose, M-O-S-E, with the accent going f- forward. Um, and my Instagram is X-L-I-S-K-I-X. So you can check me out there. I hope you enjoy the music. Many people do. I'm pretty sure Miss Melanin does, right? Yes, of yeah. course. I Good. heard that early on, too. Like, when I first heard your music, I was like, it's giving, like... Silk Sonic and Givian vibes. I, I was hey, like, yeah, you're chill. Hey, <laughs> hey, you know the vibes. You know the vibes, bro. So, yeah, you heard it from, you know, I don't know, the pod, the the person. You heard it from Miss <laughs> Melanie herself. That uh-huh. I'm the goat. That I'm decent, not the goat. That I'm that I'm not a liar. I take time. Not a liar. Not a liar. I'm, I take time in what I do. Okay, this is real life. Don't play me. Now back on to you. No pun intended. Okay, so we later... <clears throat> sorry. So we later meet this character, and her name is Peach, and basically, she's a friend of Beck. 
and I got the vibes early on that Peach was dangerous, but you know, that comes later. I think that the viewers could tell early on that Peach was like very jealous of the relationship between Joe and Beck. Like she did anything to interrupt anything they were doing. Like if they were to like go and say, oh, we're going to go to the store. She'd be like, oh, wait, no, I'm in crisis. You know, like she'd just do stuff like that. So, um, so eventually Joe finds out that like Peach has been a stalker of Beck. Dun, dun, dun. Like it was a whole like twist do you remember that yeah i remember that bro <laughs> oh my gosh okay like this story is full of twists and turns <laughs> i kind of already got the feeling peach was annoying from the beginning though yeah so joe finds out that peach is dangerous and she's been stalking beck and just like all this other stuff so they end up having a showdown and like i think it was one of her houses or something and he kills her on her lawn yeah. and somehow made it look like a happy accident i don't know how he did that but it was very, like, very planned out. <laughs> yeah, like everything else, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so did Peach and Joe have the same agenda? To kill each other? No, like when it came to Beck. Oh, like did Peach like Beck or something? So, like, I think that both of them have, have a sort of um, protector complex. Like, they want to be the hero in Beck's life. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, 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 I'd agree. I honestly think Peach actually liked Beck, though. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I think she definitely liked Beck, for sure. And, um, Joe being Joe. Yeah. That couldn't, that couldn't last, so. You know, that leads yeah. to. But I guess that also comes down to just jealousy in general. This is just a general statement, like, don't let, you know, jealousy of another person, if, he or she is talking to someone else at the moment. You can't. Don't don't get mad at the things you can't control. Basically, only control right. the controllables. Just move on with your life, and hopefully, you find someone better. So my question is, who's more dangerous, Joe or Peach? Joe is more <laughs> dangerous. What? Yeah, <laughs> it's not even a question. Like, just being related to Beck puts you in danger. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah, um, I honestly don't know why people are so hyped over Beck. Yeah. I find her, you know, I think she's a pretty basic person. I, I don't really see anything special. <laughs> you know, like, she's yeah. like the typical, I'm a lost writer in New York, but somehow I have a million dollar yeah. house. Yeah, so, you know, I just need to get off these books, you know, writing these books, you know. Yeah, she's the stereotypical New York City author, maybe. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So later in the series, um, Joe and Beck, they break up. But then Joe starts dating his, his neighbor, uh, Karen. Karen was the black lady. Wait, when was this? After him and Beck, like, broke up. Like, Joe started dating his neighbor. Oh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah. I remember Karen. It's, it's so many people. I'm like, what? Okay, yeah, I remember Karen. Yeah. Uh-huh. So Bro, why do you think that, like, crazy. this relationship did not work out? Bro, because that just didn't make sense. She was on the staircase. She came back inside. Uh, she was on the staircase. She's like, so, what the woo-woo? He was like, yeah, we're not together or whatever. She said, come here. You know, did her thing. I'm like, yo, yo. And you know Joe being Joe, the gullible man. Yeah. He, of course, fell for it because he's heartbroken about, uh, what's her name, Beck, right? And at this point, Beck is already sad or whatever. So from the jump, he was using Karen as a, what's it called? A rebound? Yeah, rebound, as a rebound. You can't, you can't get together with a rebound. Yeah. For real. So I felt like Joe, he should not have rebound with that poor woman, Karen. Like, I honestly felt so bad for her because she genuinely liked Joe. And then... You know, um, he kind of relapsed because I think that Beck is like a drug to Joe. Like, he just can't get yeah. enough of her. And then, like, he stopped, like, being in contact with her. And, like, they seemed genuinely happy. But then, you know, like, he saw yeah. her. Uh, I think it was, like, on some type of social media thing. He was like, oh, my gosh, it's Beck, the most amazing person in the world. And he was just like, exactly. he was just like, wow, Karen, uh, I don't like you no more. He was, like, forcing himself not to look at Beck's Instagram, not to do anything, because he's still attached. 
And then thing is, when Beck saw that, well, when Beck saw him with uh, Karen, she started coming back to Joe. So right, toxic, toxic. I think she actually wanted his attention. She yeah. was, yeah, because she just saw them together Definitely. and she was like, I know I can have him, so I'll just take him back. I was like, you can't just, like, take a break on a person. Yeah, you really can't just, yeah, you can't just do that because you're playing with other people's lives, too, you know. Because especially with the Karen one, like you said, like, Karen was really into Joe. Yeah, she was. And when when one is really into someone and the other one is just doing it. You shouldn't even just get. You shouldn't even get in a relationship. That's how you actually ruin relationships with people in general. Yeah. So that's you know that's a rule I have. You know if or rule in general if you know you break up with someone you were extremely, you know, attached to someone you liked, you shouldn't just immediately get with someone else because you still have those feelings for you whether you like it or feelings for them whether you like it or not. Yeah. Then you still need to get over those before you put yourself in that situation again. So yeah. That's what Joe should have done. Yeah, Joe just needed to go on, like, a relationship detox. Like, there was no need for him to immediately jump into another serious relationship after he was just with Beck. At all. At all. Didn't they have, like, a kid? They didn't have a kid, but wasn't there, like, a kid around? Oh, no, it was that one boy. Oh, yeah, the neighbor. Yeah, yeah, the neighbor. Yeah, Yeah. Um, he was, like... That was a whole other thing. Yeah, he was, like, getting, like, abused. Um, And I think that this resonated with Joe because he grew up in in, in a, like, abusive household. When, you know, like, his father abused him. Right. You know, um, I got in the way that would come across as creepy that, like, you know, Joe was... You know, trying to care for the kid and ask him to, like, come over and stuff. But, like, Joe wasn't trying to be weird towards the kid. He was trying to protect yeah. him. But I, I did see how that could, you know, like, come off as weird towards, like, police and authority figures. Yeah. And that's, and that's why, why I, I kind of, like, I, I don't understand him killing people. But that's why I kind of understand <laughs> Joe's little actions. Because he's doing it out of good, for, with a good intention. So him not hurting the boy kind of was like, okay. Fine, I can I can kind of get what he's saying, what he's trying to do. So, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so then after this, um, Joe kills Beck because Beck finds out about everything going on. Uh, I think he like pulled her down the staircase or something at the library in the basement. And then he killed her. Um, I was very surprised that he killed Beck. How about you? I was surprised too. I thought he would have never done anything like that for all the things he sacrificed right. for her. Just kill her. Like there's no point of everything else. So that was definitely a surprise. It just made the story more interesting as a whole, though. Yeah. So then we later find out that um, well, this was like hinted all through the first season, I believe. But Joe has an ex, and it turns out that she's alive, and and she's like back for revenge or whatever. Um, right. Her name is Candace. She's also right. like you know in, in season three as well, briefly. Yeah, I remember her. Okay. Yes. So before we move on, Joe has like a specific way of speaking. He's like, "You, I see you. I want to hear yeah. your best Joe impression." Yeah. No. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> You're crazy. Why am I on this podcast? I knew something was up with this. <laughs> Trying to catch me lacking. <laughs> You, I see you. Uh, this is Joe. This is Joe. <laughs> you, I see you. Yeah, that's how he was. You, I see you. No, I can't do that. I just can't do that. That sounds so weird. He, because he's like, you, I see you. Oh, my you. God. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know. That guy is weird, bro. That guy is so weird. Move on. Let's move on. <laughs> okay, so, um. Okay, so the show um, actually received some backlash, you know, like criticism or whatever, because they thought that um, Joe was being glamorized through like the whole first season. So they decided to um, add women um, throughout season two that would actually like call Joe out and say like, hey, what are you doing? So a few examples Mm -hmm. would be um, the landlord lady. Her name was Delilah. Then Ellie. Yep. Um, yeah. yeah, and they were pictured as good. So, what do you think of these sisters? I think that's it. Hmm? 
That's a that's a good sister. That's a good sisterhood. Because the older one is trying to look out for the younger one, but the younger one doesn't understand why this and that. And you know, that's kind of how it is with siblings in general. I know that's how my brother and sister. I try to protect them from a lot of things they don't understand, and they just get mad at me. So, but that's just how that's just how it works, and it works out at the end of the, at the end of the day. Because at the end of the day. Um, Ellie doesn't really hate Delilah. She just is mad. She actually loves Delilah, and that's just how how it is with siblings. I don't know if you have any siblings, but yeah, yeah, I'm one. pretty sure it's the same way. Yeah, so I'm pretty sure it's probably probably the same way. Yeah, um, I'm the oldest. I have one younger sister, and you know, I give her all the advice I can. But you know, everyone has free will, so whatever she does with that advice is you know her own business. Right. Um, but yeah, I personally like that they had Delilah and Ellie in the second season because they called Joe out and you know like they brought the show down to earth because at first mm-hmm. it was all like I think season one was kind of like one big dream and then after that it was like hey what are we gonna do with this yeah when you look back season one is definitely like that wasn't nothing like what was that entire situation after you finish the entire show you look back and it's like it's almost like the girls he's going for as the show goes on just get better from Beck. Like Beck was like just not <laughs> just not where it needs to be. Beck was she basic. Was not, she was basic. She was living she was living in a fairy tale. So yeah, like she was not definitely not the one. For Joe. Right. Um, I mean yeah, she's not the she, one for anyone yeah. anymore. Yeah. I mean of course, you know, she's in the dirt, you know, so Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so um, in the second episode, the first season, we find out that Will changed, I mean, that Joe changed his name to Will. Um, <laughs> Bettelheim, something yeah, like that. Bettelheim, yeah, yeah, Bettelheim. Yeah, so he changed his name, um, and then he meets Love. And it, and the shocker to me was that instead of Joe pursuing Love, Love pursued Joe. And then she had a little voiceover. I was very creeped out by that. How did you mm-hmm. feel? I already knew they were the one. She was. She was the one. I mean... From that point, I was like, yeah, she's something different. Her name, her name is Love. I already knew what the writers were doing. You already know. You already know what the writers are doing. Her name is Love. Yeah. This entire show has been about love, and he runs into someone named Love. Mm-hmm. Come on. What are the odds? Yeah. So, uh, I knew she was the one. Not only the one, but I felt like Joe met his match. And I called this so early on, like before, like the other episodes came out stuff. Or I don't know. Did it come out all as one season? I don't know. But like I was watching it with someone and I was like, hey, she's crazy. And they were like, how you know that? I was like, she has a voiceover just like Joe. And no one's going to question this. Like, Mm -hmm. and then she started flirting with him and like getting attached so quickly. I was like, he met his match. Because. I'm not going to lie. When I first saw her, I thought she was just a regular old thing. You know, whatever. Right. But, like, as that story went on, I realized, like, the show can end and they be together and I'd be like, whatever. You know, <laughs> call it a day. Right. they're both insane. Right. They're both, like, just a lot. Because they, they do the same thing. Yeah, they, they do. They do the same thing. Yeah, it's so odd that he met his, like, just just match. Like, I, I found that so weird. I was like, what? Mm-hmm. Like, that's that's like a, his, dopper, his doppelganger, but a girl. <laughs> so. Yeah. Kind of like a soulmate situation. So, um. Exactly. Okay. So, yeah. So, later. Um. So, later in season two. Joe finds himself, like, protecting his neighbor, um, Ellie. She's about 15, I believe. And, like, he protects her from this guy named Henderson. Uh, he's basically adding on to the Me Too movement. He, like, grooms and assaults, like, underage girls. And, right. you know, like, we just found out that he's just one big creep and predator. And, like, he needs to be stopped. Mm-hmm. So Joe kills him. And yeah, um, how did you feel about this? Like I said, it's it's never your place to take someone out of the world. But he was doing, you know, messed up, um, like terrible things to people. So ruining people's lives, he, he ruined Delilah's life. Yeah. Which is why she's the way she, she is. Um, so I feel like him killing 
um, Henderson was just Henderson's karma, basically. <laughs> so, yeah, that's what I think. Cause she, she, cause he even um, drugged Ellie. Yeah, he did. So, yeah, exactly. Like Joe was completely right. Um, mm-hmm. I just felt like they should have taken some type of legal action versus killing yeah. him because now it's like another body on his conscience. We could like. They could have done legal action, but I feel like because Henderson is such a powerful figure in society, I don't even think anyone would even really believe that. Because mm. he, uh, what's, his, what's his name? Joe did find evidence of him doing that. Yeah. Of him, you know, doing weird, weird things. Right, but he I had feel a like whole in, basement yeah. dedicated to his, like, craft. It was weird. Yeah, that's extremely weird. For little children. It's for children, basically. So, there are a lot of... There are a lot of messed up things in this show, so I, I, it's, it's hard for me to have sympathy for Henderson because right. of his past. So I just feel like he had it coming for him. Um, and of course, it would be Joe because, like he said, <laughs> Joe, Joe is saves the like day. it's it's good missing. It's it's good. It's what what is it? Bad. It's bad. Good intent. Miss good. Inten- what did I say? What did I say? <laughs> Misguided good intentions. Yeah, like a misguided. <laughs> yeah, bro. Oh gosh. Misguided. Misguided. Okay. Good intentions. Can I get through it? Okay. Yeah. Let's move on to the next. <laughs> yeah. Oh so. Yeah. So, what did you think of them adding like the Henderson situation into the story? Hmm. I think it I think that was to also show that um Joe wasn't only caring about the people who liked who who liked who he was trying to go for, but he also cares for other people in their lives that for other people's lives he cares about. Um so that was to prove that he is indeed a good person. But like I keep saying, he just has misguided good intentions, so he'll do bad things for people he loves. Yeah, so that's that's what they did. Right, like it's the type of thing where it's like um, good plan but bad execution. Like I get what he yes. was trying to do. He was trying to save Ellie and like defend all those girls and stuff like that. But he killed a person. Mm-hmm. And that's forever on him. Like he can never, you know, I mean he's killed people before and he doesn't really seem to get like phased by it that much anymore but yeah because he's yeah but but yeah he basically killed henderson and just like he was like yeah i did that and i was like right right. i think it's because um he scratches it off as what i did was good so yeah it doesn't matter yeah definitely Mm -hmm. okay so i personally like that they put Henderson in the show because that is like a real world like the Me Too movement is a real thing and it's a real like you know thing that people go through so the fact they added right. that in there it was like you know um one it surprised me because I didn't think that a show was actually going to get into it like that and two it was very um it was a refreshing take on it and like we got to see like one of the survivors of like Henderson's abuse um Delilah just you know um yeah, and yeah, we just saw it build on. Right. But Henderson was just a bit creep. I didn't like him at all. Yeah, I never like those type of people who have a lot of money and power and decide to abuse it. Yeah. <laughs> so later in the show, we get to know Love's parents and, you know, see that they're very, like, mean acting towards Love. Why do you think they're so messed up? Um... Like why why are her parents so messed up? Yeah. Yeah, it could be it's an, like this entire show is revolving around toxic relationships and how they affect other people's lives. So it definitely comes from that toxic relationship not truly understanding your loved one, the one you most admire, and that leads to chaos and, and a lot of like disgusting things. So yeah, her parents. Just a toxic were, relationship. Huh? Go ahead. I said just a toxic relationship is what it was. Yeah, her parents were like majorly weird. They were just like, 
I don't know. It seemed like they didn't really have personalities for real. Like they were just there to be human. Yeah, and I think it, they were just like money, money hungry too, because they're rich. So you already know they don't care. <laughs> so. Yeah. So before we find out the other information, we um we get told because what we know at the moment that Forty killed his nanny, um, Joe's ex, whose name is Candace, is trying to ruin his life. By dating Forty and, and faking her name, and um, the reason right. that this happened, and like this is like a big bomb being dropped, was because he left her for um, he left her for dead in the woods. Right. Yeah, and this is on the flashback. Right. So, what did you think of that? I mean, that's crazy. Like, you burying talking about Candace, right? Yeah. Yeah, you're burying someone in the woods. Her coming back to life is, a, I don't know, that that's insane. Um, I feel like, yeah, I know, she was under the ground and she got hit with what? What? Did she get hit with, like an axe or something? I don't, I forgot. But she's alive and walking and moving and telling people, but no one's believing her. Um, but as far as him putting, as far as Joe putting Candace in the woods... I'd say he he knew what he was doing as if like he yeah. knows he's done this before. Um I obviously didn't like Joe before, but the fact that he did that really made me question like his integrity. I thought that he started killing people when he met Beck. But right. I guess that wasn't like where that all started. He thought that he killed Candace and he was like, "Well, uh that's over. That's done, right?" <laughs> but she's back. And that like surprised him too, which is the funny part. Okay, so I hear people all the time saying, "Oh my gosh, I would kill to like how Joe be my boyfriend or whatever." Why do people root for Joe? Because Joe, wow. Because like I said, some people find Joe's craziness re- uh, romantic. Like, wow, you'd really kill someone for me. Wow. <laughs> like, yeah. While it sounds crazy, that's some people find that romantic. And like I said, Joe is a good guy. He's not just killing people. He's doing it because they're hurting the person that he loves. So it's hard to get mad at that. And I can understand why someone may find that romantic. I personally don't. I don't either. Like, excuse me. Are you going to kill somebody for me? That's uh, like, you know, it might sound good in the moment if if someone is like, oh, yeah, I'd kill. I'd kill that person for you. I kill. I kill someone for you. Like, it sounds good. But if you actually do it, it's like, all right, bro, you you know, you you can kind of. Right. It's a little. It's a little too much, too much. You didn't have to do that. Okay, so later in the series, um, you know. At the moment, we're talking about the second season, but later, uh, it showed in the show that Joe basically puts Candace in like the little like book cage vault thing. Yeah. Um. Yeah. yeah and then loves Caesar, and then she kills Candace, and she's not yeah. faced by it. Like she just does it, and she's like, "Yeah, I did that." Yeah. That's when I knew. So did you as an audience member find it so odd that she did that and and just like have like, I just like no remorse. When I saw that, I was like, I knew it. Like, bro, the the girl Candace was like, what do we want? Help me. And love is like, (laughs) (laughs) finds the axe and just bang. I'm like, what is this? And then Joe has the nerve to be mad at her. Like, what is this? Oh my, like, I, I was so confused as to why he was mad at her because you met your match and you wanted this person in your life and you did all this, that, and the third. You thought you were the obsessive person, but you found out that both of y'all are. Right. I'd be happy. I'd be jumping for joy. <laughs> like, what? I can kill people. You do it too? Bet. Let's go. Like, what? Like, what? What's wrong with you, bro? Right, Jesus. like a partner in crime for real. Right, bro, you real, bro, for real. Let's go. Let's do something with our lives. No, like, why are you mad, bro? Be happy. She's the only one that can actually mess with you, bro. Any other person would not tolerate that. <laughs> right. No, no one will tolerate that, bro. <laughs> like, no one is tolerating that at all. 
Right, like all the normal people, you know, they would have been like, nah, Joe, this ain't it. I'm gonna just, just dip. Right, you got like, your ex in a box, so you know, you know the vibes. We out. <laughs> um, but right, no. so do you think that um, Joe was scared because he found out that he's not the one in control anymore, or possibly not the one in control? Um. Yeah, I I think so, but I think it's. I think it was more so scared because because he realized that she was so like him that she could possibly do that same thing to him, which I think actually was probably the main motivation of his like fear. Right. Like he's sitting over here like, wow, she really does this. So now I have to watch my back mm-hmm. and watch her back. And that's just too mm-hmm. much. Mm-hmm. Exactly. But then when he found out that she was pregnant with his baby, he was like, uh, oh, oh, no. See, now I got to hang out with the baby and, like, yeah. See, yeah. now he has two things to worry about. Right, so I feel like they they dropped, like, little hints that, like, love was unstable throughout the whole yeah. series. And we kind of missed it. But I don't know. I mean, like, I personally missed it until she, like, killed the person. Well, I mean, the voiceover was, like, kind of weird, but I was like, eh, maybe she's just mm. obsessive like Joe. But right. then, when she killed Candace, I was like, what? Like, they came out of nowhere. I can't lie. I, w- I wouldn't say I was like, oh, yeah, I knew. I was kind of surprised. Yeah. But it was just like, why are you mad, bro? Like, <laughs> why are you mad? She's right. the only one that will tolerate this madness. No one is doing that. Right, exactly. I didn't think that... I didn't think that love was going to, like, kill anyone. I just thought mm-hmm. that she was, like, very protective and, like, a stalker. Right. Right, right. I thought she was just extremely overprotective and paranoid. Fine. Yeah. So then after that, we found out that love um, actually killed the nanny because she was a pedophile. And she was dating um, Forty when he was a child. Um, and mm-hmm. that she killed Candace uh, in order to protect Joe. Um, and then Forty later, like drugs joe and like needs help with his writing um and then it turns mm. out that like delilah was in the cage and then he came back and yeah, she was dead uh, and he was yeah. like what did i do what did i do but then it turns out that love did it love was on some joker stuff and she killed again yep <laughs> crazy yeah right crazy so i felt like they turned it up a notch as soon as she killed candace i was like wait a minute why are you killing delilah like what did she do to you you don't even (laughs) know her she has an entire like go ahead i feel like she killed delilah because she was worried that delilah was going to um tell everything about what joe was doing and also because joe and and delilah like briefly dated so maybe it was Mm -hmm. jealousy as well (laughs) oh my gosh that's probably one of the most main what that's probably yeah that's probably a main motivation of her madness yeah yeah they dated briefly but yeah she was gonna tell people about what joe was doing but um she still had like a sister like you can't just you gotta actually know everything like thing is with joe like he kind of knew everything about the person he was about to kill like if he was about to kill him he already knew how to handle situations, this and that. If they had some, if if they had any relatives that are important, and usually with those people he wouldn't kill. But some the people he killed, well, like he he would manage it correctly. Love is just killing people out of just doing it. Like she's not even Love, thinking; yeah. she's just doing it. And then they're coming up with a plan after the fact. Like, like she is just a liability right now for the team. What? What is he? I'm sorry. <laughs> Yeah, but it was just crazy. I was like, I was like, wait, so Joe wasn't even going to kill Delilah at first. And like, he was mm-hmm. actually going to come back and get her. He just needed her to be in the cage for a little bit, which sounds so weird now that I'm saying it. But he, <laughs> <laughs> but he wasn't going to kill Delilah. He was just going to, you know, right. leave her there and then come back. But Love decided to mess up the whole plan. So now Joe has to figure out how, how um, Ellie is just going to get by because she's 15. Mm-hmm. She doesn't have any other family members. She's on her own. Mm-hmm. Um, and I honestly felt so bad for Ellie the day that she found out that her sister died. Yeah, she that was, was like, "What happened to her?" And, and she, Joe yeah, even, yeah, it wasn't even Joe's fault. 
And the thing is, like you said, she Joe was gonna let her out. She had a time block on her wrist. Yeah. So. Okay. That's, so do that's you? Love. Huh? Go ahead. No, no, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. So do you agree with me? I personally feel like they should have expanded more on what happened to Ellie after her sister died. They didn't really do that. They just said they're like, oh, I give her money every month and that's it. Yeah, and then she went off with her life, right? I, if they make it like season four, we definitely got to get a peek into that because that would be extremely interesting. Right. Because she's 15. She's going to, what, New York or something? A random place. Like, what is she going to do? They, they, they definitely need to do something with that. Yeah, I think it would be interesting if, like, she turns out to be a serial killer. <sighs> Man. That'll be like... What is even happening in the show anymore? Like, <laughs> like, let's take a look. This 15-year-old is killing people over 15-year-old men. I feel like... um. So. Boys. I feel like the writers honestly need to get it together a little bit because things started to get hazy in season three. Like, it kind of mm-hmm. felt, like, forced, you know, mm-hmm. like, very fast-paced. Yeah, extremely fast-paced. Because now we're introducing, now they're introducing us to a teenage boy, this other random yeah. wife that was there for, like, two seconds. And, like, what's going on? Come on. Right. Um, and speaking of, like, the random wife, um... Okay, so at the end of season two, it showed that he was, like, obsessed with, like, the neighbor because him and, I was about to say Vic, what? him and Love <laughs> moved to, like, the suburbs or whatever, and he was obsessed with the neighbor. I was so surprised um, in the first episode of season three when Love killed the neighbor. I was like, wait a minute. I thought we were supposed mm-hmm. to be, uh, I, I thought we were supposed to be obsessing over this person for a whole season. Obsessing over her love? Or, oh, you're talking about the wife, right? I was definitely surprised that, you know, she died within, like, the second episode. <laughs> um, but I feel like if they had him obsess over her for the entire season, it would have gotten re- redundant. It would have definitely gotten redundant. Like, okay, bro, you can't go everywhere and stalk everyone. Yeah, so... I'm glad that they decided to to switch it up. Like, kind of. So, how come Joe was worried that he had a baby boy? Like, he said that he wished that he had a daughter. Mm-hmm. How come? I think he was worried um, because... Because he, when he was a baby boy, his father wasn't good to him. So, he thinks that because he didn't have a good, you know, father figure in his life, he was just going to mess up his kid. And that's the last thing he wanted to do, as we can see throughout the entire season. That's his main motivation to not mess up his son's life. Yeah, I think that, like, season three was just them. Um, I think they were kind of trying to make Joe, like, the good guy. Because they love just started killing people left and right, like, with no remorse. And she was like, oh, I need help with this. And he's like, we both. Okay, so, like, both of us just stopped killing. And you keep killing mm-hmm. people, and it's gonna like you know catch up to us. And she was like, "I don't care. I'm sorry. Help me." And I was like, mm-hmm. "What?" Yeah, help me kill this person I just killed for no really real reason. And it's like, bro. And I think she even got mad at him because for some reason because he didn't want to help or something. What are you talking? Like this is what I'm saying. Like this <laughs> is the stuff, bro. If you ever kill someone, yeah, and you ask for my help. I don't want to hear a word that you got to say, dude. Like, no. Right, Right, exactly. Like, I just found it Mm -hmm. so weird that all of a sudden love started killing people and, like, didn't know what she was doing. I I found that so out of character. I was like, love Mm -hmm. knew what she was doing all along. You know, it's like, you know, she's a mom and this, that, and the third. She doesn't know what she's Mm -hmm. doing. Going on a rampage and just (laughs) killing people that she thinks is a threat. Yeah. Okay, so um, I just read more into season three. Um, although I, um, although I knew this, why would Love get with the the neighbor boy, the teenager? He's like eighteen. Like mm-hmm. she's like in her thirties. Like I feel like Love was starting to not like uh, Joe anymore because she thought Joe didn't like him, and because Love is such a gullible figure, uh, just such a gullible character. 
she's uh, easily seduced to 18-year-old boys who will say that they love her and will do anything for her. You know, the cliche phrases. Um, but I think it's mostly just because she was hurting and she didn't know what she was doing. Yeah. Yeah. I just found it so weird, though. Like, she she got with the neighborhood boy. And mm-hmm. she was just, like, cool with it. And then yeah. she wasn't. But, like, I knew that that was going to happen, like, early on. Because he kept flirting with her. And, like, he knew she was married. Yeah. And he just kept her. Yeah, he didn't care. And you could kind of see love falling into it like she was not trying to push herself away she was kind yeah. of trying to let herself fall into it mm-hmm. she had to remind herself that she was married so yeah which yeah. you shouldn't have to do yeah you're <laughs> but, married. Uh-huh. yeah but everything was so chaotic when like the lady that he worked with at the library just started like getting into a relationship with joe and then we like mm-hmm. saw her story i was like that's weird like yeah i don't know did you find that weird too uh i'm talking about the black lady yeah um, yeah. yeah, her story yeah. was actually insane, bro. Terrible husband, did drugs, and has a kid. Like, and she's messed up. And then Joe kept saying that she was the one, and I was like, she is nothing like love. She probably wouldn't even tolerate you killing people, bro. Exactly. Like, come on, G. This is real life. Exactly. Like, Does he really think that? Um, I think her name is Marianne or something. Yeah, Does he yeah, really think Marianne. that like she's gonna? As soon as she finds out, he's gonna mm-hmm. be like, "Oh yeah, we can do this together." She's gonna like dip. Because one, yeah, I wouldn't want my child around that because she has a kid. Uh, I believe she has a daughter, and um, yeah, her daughter's like daughter. super young. Then he'll have to explain to her daughter that he killed her dad. So, you know, yeah, it's just insane. I think that I think that like there was just um a lot going on this season. Like at first, um I shipped Joe in love only because I felt like they were perfect for each other and then things just got chaotic. And then mm-hmm. he started cheating on her and then she cheated on well no, I think she cheated on him first, but I don't think he knew. And then yeah. he started cheating on her. This is how alike they are. How is it that you and your significant other started cheating at the same time? Because they're soulmates. Right. Like, they like, just, like, both started doing that. I'm like, huh? <laughs> they both kill people. And they both cheat. Right. And they both say it's the other person's fault. Exactly. I can't get much clearer than that. Right. Um, I honestly think they might need to stay away from each other, though. Because too mm-hmm. much, <clears throat> too much, like, similarity is really going mm-hmm. to, you know, be a huge downfall. Especially when they're, um serial killers yeah exactly if you're you guys are like i said like i feel like relationships where people are extremely similar Mm -hmm. are like those are the hardest ones because when you're similar that means there are a lot of things that i don't like about myself so if someone is like like me it's like oh my god right that'll get annoying at some point yeah it gets annoying like can you stop being me can you not do that (laughs) stop being you yeah yeah can you stop being you yeah yeah you know yeah so um yeah that was that was interesting interesting show yeah um yeah there's too much of a good thing going on like just no like Mm -hmm. there's two joes or like two loves or whatever and that's just like that's that's why I believe opposites, like, do attract. Or, like, yeah. opposite and semi-similar. I feel like that's how relationships should be. Yeah, you should. we should be similar in some things, but we can. We should, like, be different in others. So we can have, like, conversations or something. I don't know. Something to keep the spark going. Right, exactly. And love and Joe is just ugh, toxic. <sighs> Yeah, but then again, like, love is the only one that will tolerate what Joe does, and Joe's the only one that will tolerate what love does, because they do the same thing. So it's like, <laughs> it's so, it's so, it's so, you're so limited when you're them, you just might as well. But, like, they just need to stop killing. I feel like that's the solution <laughs> to everything. Just, like, stop yeah. killing people, and maybe you'll find normal people to be with. <laughs> just maybe, right? Just leave right. it alone and walk away. Like, bro. Right. That's so, serious. So I was very surprised when love killed um uh, on the neighbor wait who did she kill oh right uh yeah um, she killed the neighborhood boy i forgot his name do you remember i don't think she actually killed him i think she knocked him out i don't remember his name though 
I thought she pushed him down the stairs. Oh, she did. She, but he didn't die. He woke up actually, because uh, Joe was Joe. You know, he was about to throw him away, but uh, he woke up in the bag. Uh-huh. <laughs> he woke up. <laughs> throw him away. <laughs> yeah, he's gonna throw him. Away. He he put him in a trash bag. He's gonna throw him away, and then he woke up. How did um, he survive that? Like that's like plastic. Yeah, I know, right? I have no idea how. That's what I'm saying. Like this entire show is insane, bro. Like. There's so many twists in the show, because I thought when he woke up, he was gonna he was gonna blame Joe for wh- how he was, because he might not remember. But now he remembered it was love, and nobody likes love now, because <laughs> you know she'd be killing people. Right. So, so mm-hmm. how come that happened though? Like, how come she pushed him down the stairs? Uh, because she he figured out. Um, so basically, love had put two people in this box in the basement of her shop. And he went down there. Yeah, the couple. Yeah. And he went down there and he saw them. And when he came back up, love was in the shop. And so love was like, dang, I got to kill you. (laughs) So she pushed him down the stairs. (laughs) First of all, how do you survive getting pushed down the stairs? That's like brain damage and dying. Like, I think, yeah, because I think she hit him in the head with something and then pushed him down the stairs. Strong guy. He is a strong guy. I'll tell you that much. Right, but um, uh, I didn't get to finish season three, but I did see, you know, like, spoilers and stuff. I was mm-hmm. very surprised when she did this. I was like, mm-hmm. I thought she was in love with him. But yeah. now, I feel like with her and Joe, something that they share um, similar besides being, like, unstable and murderers or whatever. Anytime, um, <clears throat> I do believe that they'll protect anyone for anything, but as soon as they conflict with anything that they're doing, mm-hmm. then that person has to go. Yeah, as soon as anyone is, like, taking part in any action in their life with their loved one, it's at risk. Right. So then I also saw another spoiler that um, Joe killed love. How did this happen? Basically, uh, okay, so love, you know, being love, (laughs) um, put something in Joe's food. Like poison? Yeah, it was it's it's something that paralyzed him for like a few minutes. And she invited um what's her name? Marianne to the house cuz she was going to oh, kill Marianne. Really? Yep, she was going to kill Marianne in front of Joe's face. Um but Marianne brought her daughter and Joe came to her senses and was like, "Maybe I shouldn't kill her with her <laughs> daughter around and let them leave." Mm-hmm. But then she went on to this whole after they left, loving on to this whole speech about how all this time she thought it was her fault, or this and that, this and that, and then she, and meanwhile Joe was on the floor, and um, she walks up to Joe and was like, "Ah, the problem was my husband gets on top of Joe, has a knife in her hand, about to stab Joe in the neck, though." The, but Joe took adre- adrenaline pills before because she because he felt like um love is going to do something weird so he yeah. took some before when she wasn't looking she he took some this is before he even ate the food he took some um and so before she could even stab him um he was able to gain con- uh, gain you know feeling in his body caught her hand flipped her over and stabbed her with uh stabbed her with some some mixture of medicine or something that burned her um, as a that burns as it goes through your body. And oh my she god! Basically, like acid? Yeah, yeah, basically, yeah, acid, basically. Where they get acid from? <laughs> I have no idea, bro. Like, like I said, these are weird people. Um, <laughs> stabbed her, and then she, um, what she do? She, yeah, she laid on the floor and died. And then he got up and got to live another day. So what happens to the baby? That's the thing. Joe um, got the baby. Okay, so after he stabbed the, uh, or after he killed the love, he burned the entire house down. He made it. He made it seem like what? He made it seem like they both died. Basically, uh-huh. um, he cut off his toe, put some stuff in things. You know, he tried. He made it seem like, like he, uh, like they both died in a house fire. Mm-hmm. Took the baby, dropped it off at. I don't know. If, I don't know if you remember, but Marianne had this one friend at the library. Yeah, who the was blind gay. guy. Yeah, yeah. Um, dropped the baby there with um, him and his partner and then left them a note. 
was at nighttime and then just walked off. And that way, with without Love and Joe being in their lives, like the entire neighborhood's lives, people were able to recover. You know, the guy who lost his wife, who was looking for who did it, was able to rebond with his son, the the, the person that Love tried to kill, the eighteen year old. Mm-hmm. Um, they got to rebond to re. They got to bond with each other. Um, their kid, Joe and Love's kid, actually. Um, is having a perfect life, you know, having fun. And we don't know where Joe went because the entire ending is just him being on a with with a voiceover. But that's how the story ends for now. Wait, yeah. so Joe says this <coughs> sorry. Joe preaches okay. this whole time that he doesn't want to be a horrible father and then he leaves his kid. Yeah, cuz he drops he, the kid off. Yep. He realizes that's the only thing that he can do. Um, because he doesn't drop him off at um, a homelessness shelter. It's actually just you know people who actually give him a good a good life. And where he was dropped off at not a homelessness shelter, oh, an orphanage. What am I talking about? <laughs> an orphanage. He didn't drop him off at an orphanage. Uh-huh. Whereas he was dropped off at an orphanage and had a terrible time. He dropped him off. He dropped his son with good and loving people, and left his son a note. And told you know the blind guy to give it to his son whenever. How could the blind guy? He's ready. I know, right? I don't know. I don't know if he's actually blind. I think he can see. I think he can see. I think. He <laughs> Why can do you see. think he can see? Bro, he can see, bro. His eyes aren't even going anywhere, bro. He can see, bro. He can uh-huh. see. I, I refuse. He can see. He open. He opened the door. He opened the door. Okay. He opened the door. He had a partner. He opened the door. How does he get to work? He works at a bookstore. You read books. What's going on, bro? Like you need, like you need Josh. He just, he can see. He can see. I never figured out. Um, yep. <laughs> those are really good points. I never yep. figured out. Like, how does he work at a place where you read stuff? But he can't yep. see. You can't. Like, what? What is this? He can see. Like, he can see, bro. <laughs> he can see. Like, come yeah. on. He can see. <laughs> like, come on. He can see. He was literally helping. Marianne practiced her lines for an, for um for her jury duty or uh, jury, for her jury thing or something like that. Like that's crazy. Yeah. How, mm-hmm. Like, how would he have known if she messed up or not? Um, I don't know because he he can see he can see like what's going on. He can see he can see he can see he can see. I don't know what this show is. Talking. He he can see. Um, but yeah, that's how that that show ended and that's definitely a cliffhanger bro i do want to see how the kid goes i want to see the bonding with the family and i want to see where ellie is like you said i want to see how she's doing because she's a good character i wonder what it'll be like for their kids to be older because i really want them to do like some type of time jump where you know like the kid is like a teenager or whatever or something like that and Mm -hmm. um he finds ellie and it's just oh, like, that'd be cool. oh hey, I knew your dad and your mother and mm-hmm. and your mom killed my sister. So <laughs> now it's your turn. I wonder if the kid will turn out like Joe. Hopefully not though. I mean, he has some really good chances though because him yeah. and the like Joe and Love are unstable. Yeah, they can't. He did come from both of them, so let's not <laughs> right. put that far aside. Definitely. So is there anything that you're hoping for season four? Well, I'm hoping, like you said, we get to see more of Ellie's life. I do want to see how the kid does and what he becomes. Mm-hmm. Um, I do want to see where Joe, what Joe's does, because he's he didn't he's not dead. He's still. I want to see what he's doing if he'll ever come back in either of their lives. Because um, I know at the end of the show, I think he actually sees Marianne again in like a store, and then that's that's just where it ends. So I want to see if he'll continue on with this pattern of killing people and then killing the his killing the person he loves and then finding another like or if he fixes himself and actually settles down and finds someone he actually loves. So that's what I'm hoping. I kind of hope he goes to jail. Oh God! Why? Only because he's killed so many people and you know he's um. 
broke in and entered, you know, like mm-hmm. in, in the houses and stuff and just like trespass. <laughs> illegal all activities, these laws. yeah. Yeah, he's done illegal activities for sure. Right. I wouldn't even be mad if he went to jail. Like, come on, bro. <laughs> it's kind of, you can't do this. Right, like I wouldn't be mad if he went to jail as long as the story could continue with like an an equally unstable character. Yeah, because if Joe was black, he'd be in jail. <laughs> Let's be honest with ourselves; like he'd be in jail. Like, what are you talking about? If Joe was black, I feel like they would have been like, um, "I know you didn't do anything yet, but all of a sudden you were thinking it, so now you're right. going to go to jail." Right, like all these. All these times where he was, he's been questioned, and they were like, oh, "Okay, if he was black, no, dude, what are you doing at four a.m. with blood on your hand? What are you doing? Come on." My question is, how is he moving bodies around in like broad daylight, and nobody questions a single thing? I don't know because he's able to conceal his identity with a hat. Yeah, that's that's my answer. With a hat, is he's able to conceal his entire identity. And people are stupid in this show. Like, gee, you can't see the dude. He's right. He's right there. I could turn my head and see him. Like, he's right there, turning around. Right. Like he has that iconic hat. And for some reason, these people cannot feel someone looking at them. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? Like, like, right. Like, like I was saying, vibrations. Like, you, someone looks at you. You can feel them looking at you. Like, why are you looking at me, bro? Like, come on, vibrations. See, people. That's what people need to get in touch with their vibrations. Right. I also want to see Joe get caught on like some capacity. Like, okay, um, if they don't make the dude go to jail, I want to see somebody, you know, like tell him off or be like, "What are you doing?" You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because like, like, yeah, ca- catch him in the act, kind of. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> so, I want to thank you for being on, on this podcast episode. <laughs> no, thank <laughs> you for so having <laughs> me. Thank you for having me, man. Appreciate it. Of course, of course. And um, I'll be thinking about um, the vibrations from uh-huh. now on. I never thought what it was like um, all about and stuff. I do understand what you mean. Yep, I remember it, it popped up on my YouTube uh, <laughs> recommended. It was just this girl talking about vibrations. And I was like, whoa, this is real life. So, yeah, you got to definitely get in tune with your vibrations and understand who's good for you and who's not. It will make you a better person and uplift your spirit. Right, definitely. Good luck. Of course. So, do you want to say yeah. bye or anything? Um, thank you all for tuning in to this podcast. What episode is this? Five? Yeah, oh my gosh, you are a fan. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> thank you for tuning in. This is episode yeah. five, man. Um, I hope y'all enjoy it. I'll probably be back. I don't know. Thank y'all for listening, though. Oh, second and I'm Jose. Was in the works. Huh? You said what? A second episode with you featuring is in the works. Oh, yeah. Oh, think about yeah. it. Think about yes, it. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. Another one will be coming, and it will be me and a special friend. Okay. Hope you enjoy. <laughs> Thank you, everyone, for tuning into this episode and just being fans overall and listening. I love my Gen Zers. Thank you all for listening in each week and look forward for more content next week. See y'all next Sunday. This has been Miss Mel and Gen Z, signing off.